This segment proudly brought to you by Capital Air. یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینا یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینا باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مر ہم یہ فرما گئے Seven minutes after 11. South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful morning here in Lanesia. Uh, my beloved, wonderful listeners of Marqa Sahaba, uh, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Uh, my beloved, wonderful listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and uh, Company. Uh, yes, my beloved engineer, he's looking, mashallah, uh, after going to the dentist. He says, Mulana, mashallah, Haji Suleiman Esop, our beloved engineer. He will be with us from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International overseas listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. The 12th of Safar 1445, which is also the 29th of August, 2020. 23 Ustad, it's a beautiful morning. Welcome to the bliss of marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad, wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu fikum arafat jazakallahu khairan. Ustad, there's a question from UK. Uh, it says, Anonymous, dear respected Mufti Sab, what is the Islamic viewpoint on female circumcision? I have read in a Saudi book. That it is a sunnah practice. Ustad. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah. The sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Regarding male circumcision, that 100% is sha'air and the symbols of Islam. Hence, if a person embraces Islam and he is about 20, 30, 50 years old, then also we will tell him to go undergo the circumcision. Regarding khitanul banat, the masla is called khitanul banat. That is female circumcision. It is mentioned in Mishkat Sharif. And there the one word you will find is walatun hiki. Words like that you will find, which means that you must remember that in a case like that, you must not have female mutilation. So that is what happening many a time, that the way they do so, they injure the lady or the baby girl or the little girl, and then she is like scarred for life. So Islam does not allow that. So what you read in that book is correct. You must remember this. According to the Shafi'is, Malikis, and them, it is highly, highly recommended, and Sunnah and so forth. And if you go even now to the Western African countries, you will find they do so. Some places they do it properly. Other places it is female, you understand, mutilation. And you know, like here also, in South Africa, if you go to the Eastern Cape, and then they have a certain season for male circumcision and then some of these people they die you must remember because it's done by quacks it's not done by professional people 
So therefore, in Islam, we will say for male, they must do it and should do it. And for females, is recommended to do it, especially Shafi'is and Maliki's and so forth. So we must remember, but it must not be such that it is, you understand, mutilation for the female. So that would not be acceptable. Another reason, if you look at the hadith on the topic of Khitanul Banat, will be that it will be that more pleasurable for the husband when the wife, remember, is circumcised and so forth. So these are the reasons mentioned in the Ahadith Mubarakah. And if you open Bishkachari, if you will find this type of Ahadith. Who said uh, uh, Port Elizabeth, uh, the sister says, according to the Shafi Madhab, woman can travel for Hajj or Umrah without a mahram as long as there are three women traveling together. Is this rule ruling still applicable in the case that Hajj is not fard? On the woman, that is, she cannot afford to go on her own accord, but is being sponsored by well wishes, anonymous Ustad. We need to rephrase the question. If they say that you must remember that Hajj and Umrah, the lady can go according to the Shafi is, so that is totally wrong. You must remember that that masla is only for a farz hajj. And that is only according to Shafi'is and Maliki's when she cannot find a mahram, that she uh, mahrams are all poor, or her husband is very poor or something like that. Then they go with the jama'atun nisa istiqat. It's only for hajj that. Remember, not for umrah. So for Umrah, even I mentioned it in the Muslim woman, the latest edition, the September edition, even there it's mentioned. So remember, a hundred times now we have mentioned this question and answer. For women to go for Umrah, whether it's your own money, whether it's sponsored money, and you're going alone, remember, without your husband, without your mahram, without your father, your brother, your son, who is balik and mature and so forth, then instead of getting reward, you become maluna, you become cursed. You must remember these things, yeah? So absolutely haram it is according to all four schools. And don't listen to this one and this one and that. You must follow the Quran Sharif, the Sunnah Mubarakah, the beloved Sahaba radiallahu anhum, and the four schools when it comes to jurisprudence and fatwas and so forth. Not qila and call he said, that Imam said, and this Mulana Sheikh and this one said, no. All that means nothing so remember according to all four schools for Umrah for ladies to go alone totally haram and the agents are the last people people you should listen to because the agents aim is just to make money what he bothers about the Sharia as long as he can sell you a ticket and sell you accommodation and his business is flourishing that's all they interested in so Quran Sharif says you must believe in the unseen their religion will be remember that how much money we can make out of it and this is a big problem today with the ulama also and with the world also in majority of the places sharia compliant halal logo this meat is halal and this chicken is halal Islam has been commercialized we must remember that it is not for the love of the deen that they make the khidmat and serve the deen it is for the love of the money and the love for material Material benefits and the perks that today human being is such they madly intensely in love with their wealth and then we became na shukar and ungrateful to the bounties of Almighty Allah innal insana li rabbihi lakanud go and read chapter number 100 and that is you must remember surah wal adiyat and thereafter you must go and read verses 6, 7 and 8 and there you will see Almighty Allah Jalla Wala drawing a comparison of human beings, how ungrateful we are, and what horses and how loyal they are to their masters and so forth. So chapter 100 verses 6, 7 and 8 will give you the answer. Somebody wants to know, Ustad, can a husband and wife swim in their own swimming pool at their own home with their children? Is it permissible, Ustad? Remember, it's not permissible because you must remember that now you as the mother, you are going to swim. 
And you know when you wear those type of clothes, they'd be burkinis. And the, the non-Muslims, they wear bikinis. And some of the Muslim women, they want to wear burkinis and what have you. So now you can see everything is stuck to the body. So the bosom, the breast, everything will become the curves and all that. So you're showing your children all that you must remember and your curves and what have you. Since when all that is permissible? Your husband is in the water and so forth. So how many a husband is really going to cover his thighs and his knees and all that? They will just jump in, you must remember, with a swimming costume and so forth and so on. So therefore, remember that. That is not right, you must remember. There must be haya, there must be shame and modesty and parents Parents have to lead by example. Not that you say, no, it's our pool and it's inside the house, indoor pool or inside the yard and we've got big, big walls and all that. So everybody jumps in. But what message are you sending to your children? That they can see every curve of yours and every part of yours because once the body gets wet, then remember that the material sticks onto the body and then what happens? You can see everything then. So therefore, we must be very careful in that issue there in that regard. Ustad, there is a guy who is interested in marrying me, dear Muftisab. He has advised his parents about me and is waiting for my answer. I would love to tell my parents as I am happy to marry him. Do I read his Tikhara Namaz before I tell my parents for an answer or do I tell them first and then read his Tikhara Ustad? To me, there's something very fishy going on here. You understand? You know, you get one shop here outside. I don't know if it's still existing, but when I was young, so I'm still a little bit young, but anyway, so that fish, that shop's name was called Something Fishy. So it's still around that shop, Something Fishy. So I don't know. So yeah, there's something very fishy going on. Listen to that question properly, right? So now she says that this youngster wants to marry her and has proposed. Now to me, the way the question is posed, he proposed directly to her. Mm. So how come you don't you didn't re, uh, propose to the parents and tell the parents these are your intentions? Now she has to ask the parents that this guy, yeah, he proposed to me and all that. So since when all that is permissible in Islam, I'm asking you. So it means you and this guy, so you are ABC and the guy is XYZ or vice versa, doesn't make difference. So you all are chatting on the WhatsApp, you all are chatting on the phone and now and he is now you must remember <coughs> flattering you oh you look so beautiful and your eyes are so impressive and your hair is so attractive and you falling for all these tricks and so forth if he had shame and you had shame you should have cut him off straight away and tell him no we're not going to continue with the discussion and whenever you want to propose this is my parents number and you contact them and so forth so your whole way you're like going about it is totally haram Quran Kareem states Wala zina. do not even approach and go near zina when Islam wants to solve a problem it doesn't go to the fruit to the top it goes to the root you see the non-Muslims I remember very well you know I used to travel so much overseas locally and all that eight ten times a year we were in and out you must remember this local international flights and what have you so when we go to the airport and now you want to make wudu and go to the bathroom then they'll have one like cabinet day one you understand and they tell you please take one to one condom so that was in South Africa I remember that very well in Durban I saw it Johannesburg I saw it please take one condom so you must remember that so that is the kufar mentality this is so what you are doing you must remember is very very wrong it's a major major sin so you must tell your father mother that you know what me I committed the wrong and anyway now we want to make toba and if you all are happy and this boy yeah, you must investigate him out whether he is a Sunni or a Shia or a Qadiani who's his friends which ulama he knows what is his income and you must remember where will you live will you live with the in-laws or separately so all that they must investigate but you sister I don't know you and this guy your shooter and your shooter I should call him so you are very very wrong you are doing things there and Islam will tell you it's absolutely haram what you are doing Ustad in which namaz do you read Thana 
Arrivat sister Ustad. So in every salat you read sana, you must remember that sana means you say Allah Akbar and sana means you praise Almighty Allah Jalla Wala profusely abundantly. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdika wa tabarak asmuka wa ta'ala jadduka wa la ilaha ghayruk. So that is your sana. So it is sunnah to read it du'aul istiftah. That is what you call it, remember, in the beginning of the prayer. So you reading individually, my sister, your name is Fatima Aisha Zainab Jamila. So in every salat, in the first rakat, you will read it, and then you continue with Surah Fatiha, then a Surah, then Ruku Sajda. And then after the two Sajdas, you stand up for your second rakat, then you just say, Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim, and then Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So Sana is Sunnah in the beginning of every Salat, whether it is first Salat compulsory, whether it is Wajib Salat like Witter, whether it's Sunnah Salat like the Sunnahs of Zohar before, after, or Nafil Salat, remember, voluntary Salat. So every way it is Sunnah, my sister. And if you practice on one one Sunnah of Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, chapter 3, verse 31, in Kuntum to Hibbun Allah, if you really love Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, then you must follow me, Habibuna Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, immaculately. Then two things will happen. The Quran Sharif states, Surah Chapter Three, Verse Thirty One: Yuhbibkumullah. You become the beloved of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, wa'yafil lakum zunubakum, and Almighty Allah Jalla Wala will forgive you your sins so that is what you should remember and you my sister since you are a revert go to one of the appas one of the muallima and le who is you know well versed then everything they will teach you daily or every second day you try and meet her and she meet you or whatever and in that day every day try and learn something new about islam allah ta'ala reward you the brother in zek park says that move up if a woman works then who must pay for her, uh, for her expenses? Remember, we're not married in community or property. What's mine is mine, what hers is hers. Ustad. So when you got married, my brother, in Zek Park, you got married there in Dalum, Zakaria, or you got married in the Masjid there, or you got married here in Lens, what you said, my brother, you said, Nakah to her, Wakabil to her. I have married her and I accept her. In Islam, my brother, the day the baby girl is born. So you must remember all the expenses upon the father. From that day, Yom al-Milad, from the day of the birth, right till Yom al-Nikah, till the day of the marriage. And from the day of marriage till her death, all the expenses upon you, whether she's a millionaire or whether you are registered marriage this way, that way, all that for this issue here is irrelevant. All the expenses is upon you. And you must not be looking for loopholes and shortcuts and so forth. So you as a husband, you have to provide for her roti kapra makan. So you have to provide for her a house, a separate house. And remember that whether it's your own house or whether you're renting it, but that's your duty is compulsory. You have to provide for her. Remember the food, the clothing, all that is compulsory upon you. She gets ill and sick and all that, Allah forbid. So you have to pay for all the medical bills and so forth. So even if she's working for a lady to work in haram, she has to leave her home every day. She has to wear a particular type of clothing. Then which woman will go out today without makeup and without some powder and what have you? So 90%, 80% Muslim woman. I'm not speaking of non-Muslim will do that. إِذَا خَرَجَتِ الْمَرْأَ وَيَمُتَعَتِّرَ فَمَرَّتْ بِمَجْلِسِ كَذَا وَكَذَا فَهِيَ زَانِيَ When the Muslim lady emerges from her home and then she puts all this perfume and makeup and what have you, then she passes the man and the man can ogle and look and stare at her. حَبِيبُنَا رَحْمَةُ لِلْعَالَمِينَ صَلَّى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ said فَهِيَ زَانِيَ She is just like an adult. 
others. So therefore, brother, for you to put your money in the bank or under the matras and make pala pala and expect your wife to work and then you still ask how much must she spend and so forth, all haram, all that. All expenses is upon you and not upon her. You have to spend on her and on all your children as well. Somebody says, I've asked my husband for talakuskad since September last year, but he hasn't yet. He lives in another country. He hasn't lived with me for the past two years. He married another woman. It's been four years and, and have a child. I love with my son, Muftisab. Now I found someone else in my life and I want to get married to him. Do I have to wait for him to give me talak since we haven't lived together for two years? Or do I have to wait for three months to get married? I need your help urgently, Ustad. <coughs> Sister, all the suggestions you are making are all haram. The husband is guilty and the wife is guilty. The husband is guilty. He buzzed off somewhere. He went to Dubai. He went to Turkey. He went to Pakistan, India, wherever he went. And two years, no contact between him and his wife. Absolutely haram that is. Remember that. Look at the Quran, Sharif. Just take two verses. There's so many verses. but I'll just take two because of time constraint. Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse 19. You must treat your wives. This is a commandment, an injunction. It is something compulsory upon every husband. Treat your wives with love, with equity, with justice and respect. That is what Quran is commanding you. Second one, now you sitting in London and Turkey and Dubai and your wife is in South Africa. And what Quran says, Hunna libasul lakum wa antum libasul lahun. Husband and wife, they are garments for one another. They clothing for one another. So when you, I just took a shower and then I dried myself, I wore my clothes and everything. So now what you do, you feel nice and fresh. Then remember sometimes husband embraces wife, wife embraces husband. Then the bodies meet, the hearts meet, there's unity of thought. Now if you sit in a different country, wife is sitting, so how are you going to meet in all these things here? How are you going to have the body heat? How are you going to fulfill the conjugal relationship through Zoom? So you must remember, so all haram, all these things here. So you must be very clear, the husband is guilty 100%. Now you are getting lonely, my sister, so you decided that now let me strike a relationship up with another ABC. And he saw you are vulnerable and you are lonely. So now he said, I'm a super guy and I will look after you like super glue you see all that so he's fooling you also so all this talk behind your husband's back and now all that so remember you also doing haram so what is the solution? Wherever you are, go to your local ulama, maulanas, imam, sheikhs, or whatever, or jamiats, and go immediately. Go today, tomorrow, in this week, and tell them you're applying for a fasakh. Fasakh will be that they must annul the marriage. You won't wait for your husband. He's just wasting your time. You must remember that. If your story is true, that you must remember two years, there's no contact, nothing. So you got valid grounds for a fasakh and annulment. So they must then contact the ulama, the jamiat, must contact him, your husband, remember that, the one in overseas, and then they're going to tell him that they're going to grant you a fasakh and so forth because he has totally neglected you. There is no matrimonial rights, conjugal rights, there's no nafaka maybe, and so forth, maintenance. So you have very, very strong grounds if you are speaking the truth. And for you to marry this lover of yours and the shooter of yours, totally haram. You must get the fasakh first, the annulment of the marriage. And after that, you have to go into Idda for three menses. And then after that, you can marry the shooter and lover of yours. But all this, you and this lover and shooter of yours, your people chatting, smooching, meeting, all that is haram, A to Z. So you must be very careful, sister. All of you and all of us, myself also, People who are old are not cold. So read Allahumma hassin.
Hassin Farji. Allahumma O beloved Allah. Hassin Ha Swad Noon. Hassin Farji. O all, may Allah protect my private part. So that is what you must do. And you, husband, either give your wife a talaq or let your wife just go for fasakh and don't try and prolong, prolong. is zulam and oppression, transgression, what you are doing. So is that a woman allowed to wear gloves and leather socks in the state of Ihram? Remember, she's in, she's in strict parada ustad. In hadith of Bukhari Sharif, remember for the women is mentioned that in ihram, wala talbasul kuffazain. When you in ihram, then you can't wear gloves, not permissible. And remember that remainder you do, that how you do normally. So you wear your hijab, your niqab, all that, remember that is permissible. And if you're wearing your normal niqab that you wear, when you are not in ihram, then after your umrah, everything is finished, you cut your hair, you cut your own hair here also after you made your tawaf your two rakat salat and dua and safa marwa everything is done you can cut your own hair thereafter take out 35 rials two dollars or so forth and then give it to the poor people there is no dumb there won't be no slaughtering sacrificing of goat or sheep you just give out sadaqah and that will suffice but don't wear gloves that's again the hadith of Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Sallam for ladies in ihram and the hadith in Bukhari Sharif Somebody says Muftisa please advise can a husband say when he gets angry I am not going to buy food in the house anymore Ustad so you must remember is wrong you can't be saying when you're angry I'm not going to read namaz when I'm angry I'm not going to fast when I'm angry I'm not going to pay zakat so Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, I'll start from the bottom Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, used to wear a ring on that ring you must remember was engraved Jirmuhu Swagir wa Jirmuhu Kabir the size of the tongue is small but the crime it commits is big you come to hadith of Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir falyakul khayran awli yasmut. When you believe in Almighty Allah and the last day, meaning all the articles of faith, then you must speak things, then good things. Or just keep quiet. You can't say, no, it happened in anger and so forth. So that is not a valid excuse. So remember that you won't buy food, you won't do this. So all that is wrong. So today, my brother, you go and buy a nice present for your wife. You know what she likes and so forth. Nice pair of shoes or nice pair of slippers or nice dress or whatever. But make sure the size is right. You know, we husbands, we upside down characters. That you go buy something nice, but the size is upside down. So remember that. Go buy something nice or put some money in the envelope and tell her, oh, honey, this is the money for you. And I apologize and I ask forgiveness for all the nonsense I was talking in the past and so forth. So Hamara kam jorna hai, naketorna. Our function is to make the home and not to break the home, brother. Somebody says they moved this up when we got married. Yes, I said I will give her Mehari Fatimi and I was paying it off to her monthly start. Now I can't afford it to pay the balance. Please explain to my wife it's okay if I can't pay it back. She's listening to you. Make her understand Mufti AK. I welcome to see Mufti Sab after your program. I love in Lens. Women are very ungrateful, Mufti A.K. See you after the program. Ustad. No, you're not welcome here. To come here, what you think? We're your servants or somebody? You can just pitch up here and rock up here when you feel like. You don't come here, nobody's going to open for you anything. When you told her you're going to pay, you must remember that the, the mahar will be mahar Fatimi 20,000. Right. And so now you are paying it off. And now you only paid 5,000, 6,000. So must you pay the remaining 15,000? Yes, you must pay. It's compulsory upon you. So you must remember that. So you can't tell her, no, that you're not going to pay her and so forth. And she's ungrateful. You are in the wrong, not she. So you must remember that you got a very dominating attitude. You want to come dictate to me, I'll come see you and so forth. Who the hell you think you are? So you must remember this type of things here. So you must pay that amount I ask you three questions and you must be honest about it if I come to your house do you have a TV or not 
100% you got TV. So how come you got money for TV? You don't have money for your mahar for your wife. Mm-hmm. When I ask you that for the TV and now you want this and you want this, Hollywood, Bollywood, you want this, your sports and that, you have to pay every month subscription. So how come you got money for subscription for the TV but you don't have money for the mahar I'm asking you? Two. Third one, if I come to your house, how many cell phones you got? And uh, since when the cell phone is a necessity, the cell phone you got, you must remember because you want to see WhatsApp, you want to watch movies, you want to see all these things. You can just buy an ordinary Nokia phone and so forth. So what you must do, take that TV, get rid of it, then you cancel all your subscription and all that fancy phones you got, get rid of it. Take that old Nokia phone, so for communication, you will have enough money and then you'll give all that money to your wife as mahar. It's wajib compulsory for you to pay it and don't come with the story of she's ungrateful. You are the one in the wrong and don't try and impose upon her what you are doing that is wrong. Hmm. He says the the, the Molana did perform the nikah. He says it's okay, it's fine. You start. Yeah, he's your friend, so he's not a mufatia like you. You must remember that he just want to make you happy and so forth. So remember that you want to shortchange your wife, but when it comes to conjugal relationship, then you want all the maja. You see, you want all that. You say, oh, I to go haruche, but you don't paying her the mahar. How's that now? So remember, it's haram for you not to pay the mahar. Muftisab, I need some advice from you. I'm from Lodium. Uh, six women proposed to me. I'm so confused. How do I choose one to start? So lucky six women proposed to you and your fuses didn't get blown. You must remember this type of thing. They're not proposing to you. Don't you understand? You are a rich guy. You understand? And it's not your money. It's your father's money. Your father ran a big empire. You understood? So they told you, okay, ah... You not acha brother is your mal that's acha. They fooling you. You must remember these things here, and you getting oh confused and your fuses are blown and so forth. So you must see who is the one who is saliha, the most pious, who got the correct beliefs. They're not Shia and inclined to that, and they're not spending. You understand money wildly and so forth. So last week, Sunday, I gave a talk here in Dalum Zakaria. I said, we speak Urdu there. I said, Musibat is zamane mein ye hai. Aksar wa beshtar jab shohar jab larke dekhte hai larki ko to wa bas jamal ko dekhte hai. Aur jab larki jo hai shohar ki baare mein sochte hai to wa aksar maal ki baare mein sochti hai. So remember when men look at women and for settling down then their focus is only on the beauty of that woman. Whether she got sense or not whether she got correct belief structure or not that is the last thing they worry about. And the woman's family the girl and her parents, the lady and her parents, their entire focus is on the wealth of that person there. What's your wages? How much you got in the bank and all these things here? So that is where we go wrong. You must remember that. And you, I don't know you, but you told me you come from Lord Yam. Story time. This was in Newcastle, maybe 1990, 92, I can't remember. So anyway, you must remember, I was waiting for the doctor or the optician or whatever. So they had a car magazine there. So I took the car magazine because I don't like to waste time. I must read, you know. So I started reading. So they said that where will you find the most Mercedes in the world? Question. Where will you find the most amount of Mercedes in the world? So answer. So they said, first will be in Germany, in Stuttgart. If you've been to Germany, then you will know the headquarters for BMW is there in Munich and the headquarters for Mercedes in Germany is Stuttgart. So there you will find the most. And they said the second place you will find the most Mercedes in the world is Lodium, a small town outside Pretoria. You see? So, brother, they, they don't want you. They want your murk. They want your mal. They want your money and all these things here. Yeah. So, don't fall in the trap. All my Allah states about shaitan. The plotting, planning of Satan, Lucifer, is weak. 
But women, inna kaida kunna azim. Most women, their plotting, planning is very big. They can shed tears anytime. You must remember this. Ooh, and then your heart will melt and give them another 10,000 and then they're gone for shopping. So be very careful. Brother, don't be a fool. Hmm. He says, Jim Muftisab, I am quite wealthy. How did Muftisab know about that? Uh, I can smell your wealth <laughs> right from here. You don't know I got jinnat, my brother? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says, uh, Mufti Sahib, I am giving up on wife hunting. Now it's even permissible to marry a man. Did, did you see the video where the Molana marries two Muslim men? Ustad, anonymous. So if it is true, because today on TikTok and all that people can make up many things, if the Molana, the Imam, the Sheikh, he got two men married, all three of them are murdered and out of the fall of Islam. So you must remember Islam's system is fitra, the natural system. All Allah created Adam and Eve. Surah 49, verse number 13. Ya ayyuhan nas, inna khalaqnakum min zakariyu wa unsa. We created you from male and female. Wa ja'alnakum shu'ubaw wa qaba'ila lita'arafu. And we made you into various, various nations and tribes. So you recognize one another. This is AI, artificial intelligence. This is the jal, the plot and planning and scheming. So now they will tell you everything is legal, like South Africa. Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve, Madam and Eve, and so forth. So you, brother, the shaitani waswasa is coming into you, and that is the prophecy of Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah mentioned in Mishka Sharif. The things that they fear for this ummah will be the sodomy and homosexuality and so forth. So imagine today some places they won't give you place to work and teach and so forth. If you don't agree with homosexuality, you don't remember the Women's World Cup. Allah just put it in my head now. When the Morocco team went, so then the BBC presenter and the reporter asked them, the journal, whatever you want to call them. So he said, how many lesbians you got in the team? You see? They won't ask the other team, they'll ask the Muslim, so-called Muslim countries. So then they had to apologize in it. They want to normalize it. It must be part of society. So you, my brother, you never think of this. You start thinking of this and you'll go right out of the fall of Islam and lose your iman. So you must read. Read now with me. Surah 25, Surah Furqan, verse 74. And this is in the ending of the first quarter of the 19th Jews, 19th Supara. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us such spouses and such awlad and offspring and progeny that the coolness of the eyes. And always read, Allahumma hassin farji. Oh, all might Allah protect my private part, authentic hadith in Muslim Ahmad. Islam, don't allow you go park anywhere. Park in front, park at the back, park in the loading zone. So all that is absolutely haram and if you think it's halal you go right out of the fall of Islam Allah Ta'ala protect us 17 minutes to 12 we go for an interval when we come back we will continue inshallah with the bliss of marriage stay tuned Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah Well, it's uh, 16 minutes uh, to 12, uh, 0847863132. Somebody says, Ustad, I have a sister-in-law that's always putting my husband down. And I feel she's his sister, but she feels her husband is the best. She's irritating and feels she has a lot of money. What can I read? Because it bothers me, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. 
Uh, before I respond to that question there, you must listen to our lineup. I was just looking at it. Very, very interesting for this afternoon, inshallah, Aziz. And I, inshallah, I will be, inshallah, inshallah, Aziz, this Friday in Heidelberg, Heidelberg, my hometown where I was born and bred, you know. So, mashallah, for Jummah, I will be in the town masjid. Our town masjid is a very historic masjid, remember. If you study South Africa and the four provinces we had in the old South Africa, now we got nine provinces. So in Transvaal, the oldest masjid, remember, is Kirk Street Masjid, here in Johannesburg, next to the Stock Exchange and that. And the second oldest masjid, remember, is the Heidelberg Town Masjid. People used to come from Belfort, from Nigel, from Frenachan, all these surrounding places for Jumma Salat, Eid Salat, and so forth. So I'm very happy that I'm going there, mashallah. All these gold, remember that. Let's look at the situation now. So you are married, right, to ABC. ABC got, you must remember, a sister. Now this sister is married to Mr. XYZ. So now she's always elevating the rank of her husband, that is the sister, your husband's sister. And she's always debasing, degrading, relegating your husband, so meaning her brother. So now who is the fault? So number one, you must tell her that that is a sign of her arrogance and so forth. Don't try and pontify and sanctify yourself and say, I am this, I am this, we are this. Only all Allah knows who has true taqwa and piety. Number two is this, that your husband also is to blame. Why doesn't he shut his sister up and tell her that you must keep quiet, you must remember, don't come here and interfere in our marriage and so forth. And you, the wife, who is complaining now of your sister-in-law, meaning your husband's sister, so you should be reading, remember, the following three verses, all from the Noble Quran. Write it down and it will assist you in life forever whenever people want to cause you harm. And according to the question, this is what it seems like. So number one, read Surah 29, Surah Ankabut, the spider, verse 33. Oh, Rabbin surni al-qawmi al-mufsidin. So Almighty Allah is teaching us the dua of Lut alayhi salam, Lot, L-O-T, alayhi salam, peace be upon him, against the gay community. That he made dua to Almighty Allah. Ya Allah, assist me against these troublemakers, mischief makers, against these gays and homosexuals. Lo and behold, Almighty Allah told Jibreel, salam, you go to the land of Sodom and Gomorrah, pick up that piece of land and smash it to the earth. This is Ijazul Quran, miracle of Quran. It becomes the lowest portion on earth as far as altitude goes. Next to it you will find Al-Bahrul Mayyid, the Dead Sea. Nothing can survive. So much salt there. So remember, these are remnants, relics, and signs. Surah 29, verse 30. Second one, sister, you should read and tell your husband also, maybe the sleepy husband a little bit. So you must remember, he must read Surah 40, Surah Mu'min, verse 44. Ya Allah, my matters, my affairs, I'm handing them over to you, O Almighty Allah. Inna Allah basirun bil ibad Almighty Allah is all observing all, serving, all seeing He knows what's happening The knowledge of Allah is all embracing All encompassing Surah 40 verse 45 The people are plotting Planning and making new new schemes Allah will protect you And save you from them Third one, Surah 3, verse 173. Read, Hasbun Allah wa ni'mal wakil. Surah 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse 173. Hasbun Allah, that Almighty Allah alone is sufficient for us. Wa ni'mal wakil. He is the best one, the best dispenser, remember, of our affairs and to take care of our matters. And with that, you can add Surah 22, verse 78. Fa ni'mal mawla wa ni'mal 
man nasir. So read that, and inshallah, that uh, all the pride, arrogance, wealth, and all that of that sister-in-law will fail and fall, and Allah will elevate you. But you must tell your husband, he must wake up a little bit, and defend you, and defend himself and your family. Don't allow other people to let your marriage go sour when it is something going good, and so forth. Somebody says here, Ustad, that I like my friend's wife, but it seems to be apparent that my friend is catching on. I don't want to break our friendship. What should I do? Anonymous Ustad. You're not a friend. You're a douchman. You understand? You're an enemy. So you must remember your friend must catch you and give you a good thrashing. That is what he must do. You're not looking at the friend. You're eyeing his wife. So you must curtail contact with him and you must curtail contact with his wife. Everything is haram. You must remember you're looking at her, her looking at you, your winking eye, you're sending messages to one another and so forth. Everything is haram there. So you're not a friend, brother. You are an enemy of Mm. his that a person who wants to destroy his marriage and so forth. So if you have true Iman and you have all, then what Quran Sharif says, Surah number 24, verse number 30 and 31, Tell the believing man they must lower their gazes and protect the private part. Next one for the ladies, they tell the believing ladies that they must lower their gazes, protect their private part. In Islam, many a time we're traveling, you know, and now this woman, non-Muslim especially, they just come take out their hand. So we don't take out our hand. So they think we're a little bit crazy. So we explain to them, you see, sister, in Islam, we don't allow physical contact with the opposite gender. You know why? It is purer for your heart and for my heart. So now first they meet. So now you shake hands. Then you smile with one another. Then you make eye contact with one another. Then we have a cup of tea, coffee, and whatever together. Then there's exchange of, you must remember, cell phones. And one, one thing, and then you land up in bed together, Allah forbid. So you, brother, you're not the friend of your friend. You are a douchman and an enemy of his. Remember that, so you must sever ties with them, and you must do it for the sake of Almighty Allah, Jalla Somebody says, Mufti Sahib, I proposed to my wife because I heard her reading Qiraat in Quran. So that's why I proposed to her. Now that we got married, it's a month now. But she's not the person that read Qiraat. The one I married, she don't read nice at all. She has an ugly voice. Help me, brother. My heart is no more there for her, but she's good to me and makes my khidmat. But I don't like her. Ustad. So, you must remember that. So, you must stay with this wife, yeah? So, you were going with the wrong intention. Therefore, we say for women to read Kirat, and then the men are listening, and where they're reading with Tarannum, what do you call it? Tarannum, with a sweet little voice, you see, and with that seductive voice, and all that, and they'll pull where they don't have to pull also, you must remember that, and so, then you, you will shake your head, you see, that the other day I heard in one masjid, yeah, not far from us, so this Kawali guy, not Kawali guys, this Nazam guys game, and and then they were singing Nazam and Nat and the people throwing masjid, money in the masjid and all. And the Mulvis are there all keeping quiet. All haram dandas desecrating the sanctity of the masjid like a kawali show going on. Kawali, all is haram obviously and throwing money makes it worse also. So you were listening, not the Quran. You were listening with the wrong intention. You must remember that. Yeah, that she's reading very nice. But you thought that Jamila is reading, but all the time Aisha was reading. And then you proposed for Jamila and you got married. So now you stay quietly in the marriage. Why you must stay in the marriage? Because Allah says so. Where Allah Ta'ala says so? Surah 4 verse 19. Go read that and make your home. Don't be a fool and after one month you want to break your marriage. Treat your wives with love and respect and justice. All now you dislike something. You said you married her because of her voice and so forth. That also is haram, I told you. And anyway, so your intention was tainted, polluted, right? So now Quran says, listen to what Quran says. So now 
Now you dislike something about her. You must remember this lady of yours. You dislike something, right? Now you dislike her voice. For So maybe the thing you dislike so becomes a means. Then Almighty Allah will make it a means of abundant good. Remember that. You must say, Allah, you said I must stay in this marriage. For your love, for your pleasure, I'm going to stay in this marriage. That I wanted to marry this lady because of a good voice in Quran. Make every son of mine that you're going to bless us. Make every daughter of mine a Hafiz, a Qari, a Alim, and so forth. So that should be your intention. Now, tell your wife we will make it work and tell her this is our intention. We will make every son, daughter of our a ha- of ours a Hafiz and Hafiza chapter 4 verse 19 so that is what you must do and whenever Satan Lucifer comes you look at her and the voice is not that seductive voice and mm. sweet voice then say Ya Wadudu Ya Wadud and say A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan you see again is vaccine season oh Biden Biden got nappies on you know he got no brains also so Biden now is going to ask Congress for more funds and money for vaccine so they'll start that again chakra of theirs you know so put people again in a trance and so forth so now whenever the Satan Lucifer gives you a vaccine he said no this wife no good all that so surah 7 chapter 7 verse 200 wa imma yanzaghannaka wa imma yanzaghannaka shaitanu wa imma yanzaghannaka whenever the Satan Lucifer gives you a vaccine, gives you some injection, so first is Billah. Say A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem and change the negative into positive. I see the brother says, maybe I should read Kirat for her. Ar-Rahman, or Aytul Kursi, you start. Yeah, you read and then you blow on her <laughs> and then she will blow on you and then you blow more and more. <laughs> T-minus 212. We'll start one more. Listen to this one. An angry brother. He says, my wife belongs in a mental institution, Mufti Sab. Do you know of any where there are ladies only? I am fed up, Mufti Sab. Ustad. Yeah, but why are you fed up? You must remember who made her go like that. Mm. You made her go like that. When you got married to her 10 years, 12 years ago, to Bohari Huti, when you deflowered her and everything, then she was very good. And now you must remember when you got three, four children, and she's telling you now spend money on her, your wife, spend money on the children, spend money on the house. Now she is a mental case and so forth. So brother, before you start passing judgment and verdict on your wife, you should look at yourself in the mirror and look at it properly. Is she the guilty party or you the guilty party? Mm. According to your question, to me, it seems that you are the guilty party and you driving her like that, you must remember, because you don't want to fulfill all the rights of the wife and the family and the children. So you'll come with slanted questions and you'll want, you must remember answers. Then you were the one who will say, yes, Mufti Aki he said I must do like that you don't give the whole story you'll just give the tail end and then you expect a verdict so therefore I turn it around and I say you are guilty not your wife so you must always remember treat your people's wives with love and respect and justice then things will work out better inshallah last question he says I was the guilty one who started three years ago but I've changed I made Toba who started you see you see now again we caught him <laughs> out I told you all we got jinnats <laughs> That guy, that guy in Lodium say, yes, I'm wealthy. How you knew? You see? So your mother. So I sent one jinnat there. And you also, brother, look under your shop pocket. You will find one jinnat there. So your mother, you lie, you know. Openly you lie. You were having affair and affair and affair with the woman. And now you just say, I make toba. So for that, adultery is a death penalty. So when your wife gets mad, she says, yes, you slept with this woman, this woman, and she throws it in your face, which is right. She must do that because she got self-esteem. She's got the real, she got, she's a tayyiba. And tayyiba means she's pure and chaste. And you, brother, you are khabis, you impure.
impure. So you, Quran says through that, Surah 24, verse 26, you want to sleep with a prostitute, when you sleep with somebody else's wife and nurse and all, So what do you expect your wife to do, I'm asking you? Now who needs to go to a mental institute? You see, brother, that is the point now. So you must admit I'm guilty and we will make it work. Don't put the blame on her when you are the guilty person. Everything you will find in the Quran Sharif, in the Sunnah Mubarakah, human nature is such for himself. He will make excuses for his vices and sins and he will blame somebody else. That is so common nowadays. Allah Jalla Wala protect us. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah